0: New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We pray that you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. Today, I'm going to teach you a music lesson. Okay, so this is all. I'm a, uh, uh, For those of you that don't know, I think everybody here knows I teach music. Okay, so at the college but what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to stand up with me get up and I'd just like you to do this and I'm going to sing you can sing along I suppose if you want to but you don't have to and this is going to be familiar things so if you want to you certainly can but I'd like you to just sway with me here we go Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The star in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the now that's nice that's really nice the baby jesus was really nice okay so would you still we're going to do a little more sway and we're familiar with some of these songs i got to find a new key though that was like way too low for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. what child is this On Mary's lap is sleeping. Keep singing. Ooh, angels Ooh. greet with anthem sweet. Okay, good. You can sit down. There's also, when blossoms flowered, you know, you know those tunes. There's also, sweet little, sweet, sweet little Jesus boy, and we're not going to sing them all. (laughs) There are a number of these sweet little tunes Actually, I thought of this last minute on my way in, so it wasn't really a plan. But we have these wonderful little tunes about the sweetness of Jesus and he's in the manger and no crying he makes and all that kind of thing. Um, we have a lot of nice things, and they're sweet songs. I mean, how many of you like babies? Yeah, you better all put your hands up. We all like babies. Okay, so there is, and when I was a child, um, I was about, I was just four when I sang my first solo in church, and I was, uh, I still remember, I was on this side of the platform. There was a manger they'd set up with a baby doll in it, which I wanted to get a hold of. But I can remember standing there, a little baby in a manger, I love you. And singing that, I can't even remember all the words now. Lying there to earth, a stranger, I love you. Wise men saw the star and answered, I love you. Shepherds heard the angels singing, I love you. And there are more verses. I'm not going to do them all. But as a kid, I still remember thinking. I couldn't move. I knew I wouldn't be allowed but just standing there staring at the, at the doll. I tried to f- think of a way to find a baby doll today, but I didn't have one, and so what to do? But anyway, you get the drift, though. All that kind of thing. We have the sweet little Jesus songs. Then we have this guy back in the 1500s that wrote a poem uh, called This Little Babe, and a guy by the name of Benjamin Britton uh, in the 1900s, wrote a thing called Ceremony of Carols, and it has a whole different take on the baby Jesus. Roll that wonderful bean footage. <laughs> Kidding. He's, uh, he's, he's going to roll that. I want you to make sure you look at the words. It's written in Old English, but the words are important for what we're going to do today. It's powerful, but I just want you to just check it out and uh, listen to it, and uh, you're going to have a whole different take on baby Jesus, I think. We hope. Crank it louder. It's days, It's I'll For in this It's a different deal, isn't it? We're going to listen to it again. Am I still on here? I I don't know, but anyways, whatever, I'm loud. So, different take on it. Does it mean the other one is wrong? Absolutely not. But this has a more true thing of who Jesus was and what he came to do. Musically, it's telling you something. You know, I don't know if Benjamin Britten was a Christian. I think he might have been. I don't know. It doesn't. I didn't check that all out. And they don't usually tell that in music history anyway. So... However, we hear this kind of thing, and when I got you to move, I had you go, that kind of a feel, which is kind of rocking, which makes sense for a baby. And we have this whole thing going on, and it says, baby Jesus was sweet, and we're comfortable with the baby Jesus. Hey, I see a baby back there. Yay, hi. (laughs) That baby likes me. But anyway, so... We 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 have that feeling of rocking and that kind of thing. so you know what they're saying is Jesus came it was nice he was vulnerable he was which is great you know we all started as babies He gets it Then we hear something like this and we go what's he saying pa 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 you get it what's he saying That's right But he already came as a winner. And what he put in us, also, he's determined for you to win as well. Just saying. Isn't that cool? So you're not stuck being vulnerable, and we're going to walk that through. I'm going to walk that through in scripture. Um, When I was home thinking about this kind of thing, the song came to my mind, and I realized how much... I love this piece. I've, I've done it with choirs. I've done it with my women's choir and that kind of thing. It's really a powerful piece. has a lot to say about who Jesus was. So I'm going to walk through. Can you put the words back up there? Because I want you to be able to see the words. Because if you can't see the words, it doesn't mean a whole lot. And I can't do it slow. I hope you can all see that. But we're going to walk through that through a little bit at a time. It's a weird thing to preach from a song Except I thought this was so right on So First three lines This little babe so few days old Has come to rifle Satan's fold Isn't that amazing God says we're at war I intend to win I think I'll send a baby Yes it's amazing. And so then we see this in Genesis 3. I will put enmity. This is after, when, after the fall. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So right from Genesis 3, we see Jesus coming as a winter, winner and one that's going to do warfare but going to win. Then it says, All hell doth at his presence quake, though he himself for cold do shake. Okay, so that's amazing. How many of you are afraid of babies? (laughs) Bring me that baby. Come on, come on, Chris. babies there's nothing like a concrete example now he's more than 2 days old hi sweetie S- does he look scary to you no he's not scary he's i know he likes him i'm not i'm not taking you away sweetheart daddy's right there but he doesn't look scary but jesus was born as a baby the power of god Resting in him. And do you yeah. know you were born with an assignment and identity of the power of God in you? Yeah. That's right. Good. Way planned. That's right. Jesus in us, the one who came to rule and reign to win every battle. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. That's who he is. He's in us and you have an identity for that. Amen. That's right. And the thing that's great. Jesus came, all held at that his presence quake. Jesus came to scare the hell out of the devil. It worked. I'm not trying to be rude here. It's true. That's exactly what the point was. He wins. We see in the next line, for in this week, unarmed wise, in other words, he had no signs of battle, but the gates of hell, he's going to surprise. He looks vulnerable but you lose. No arms, I mean, no, I'm not talking about uh, no uh, weapons, okay? So he comes to win, and it says, you know, like we get this description, she brought forth her first bun. Ra- I'm sorry, I gotta slow down. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in, a, in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So we see this vulnerability Okay, so she, she brought him. There he is in the manger. That, again, doesn't look threatening. If you're going to do a battle, you don't say, I think I'm going to find an old shed out in back to hide out in. <laughs> With cows and such. That's probably not your first choice. However, that's what she had, and that's his place of ba- battle. Then we have... A baby's cry, as we all know, with tears he fights and wins the field. His naked breast stands for a shield. His battering shot our babish cries, his arrow's look of weeping eyes. His martial ensigns cold and need and feeble flesh his warrior's steed. So we see the kind of thing that he's crying, but that's no sign of losing the battle. When you cry, it's no sign you lose the battle either. During this time of year, people are often sad or depressed. If you cry, you still don't lose. Why? Jesus is in us. Right. His naked breast stands for a shield. There's nothing more vulnerable than the chest part of your body. If you are a policeman, you have to get um, a, a, a shield, right? I forget what they call yeah, them. Proof vest. Billet-proof vest. You get some kind of a thing that protects that part of your body Jesus didn't come protected in that way. And battering shots that we're talking about, those battering rams and that kind of thing are babish cries. It doesn't, it's not something like, hey, you know, and sometimes when we do warfare, we think we've got to do something if I yell louder. Yeah. All right, you in the name of Jesus, blah blah and we scream and we go, and actually, Jesus cried. He still wins the battle. I know, I'm being a little weird. It is a very different take on it, isn't it? But it's not necessarily that we yell or we have this feeling of superpower. It's not that God couldn't use us if we yell or whatever, but sometimes that's not the thing that matters. I can remember people when I was in real spiritual conflict and people being near me or by me and just going, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, you're worthy, Jesus, and have it being way more powerful than a yell. You can feel that too, can't you? Because it's his name and it's who he is. His arrow looks like weeping eyes. To me, this is a picture of intercession in the best sort of way. The martial ensigns. A martial ensign is like a military flag. But the flag that he's raising over us and over what he planned to do, cold in need. Not looking like a highly successful anything. Feeble flesh, the horse he rode into battle on. That's amazing. So what looks like it's weak may actually be a sign of a winning battle. Doesn't mean you lose because you feel weak, or when you see somebody that looks weak, that that means they are weak or that they're going to lose, doesn't mean that. Then we see his camp is pitched in a stall, his bulwark but a broken wall. You think in terms of battle terms, you wouldn't camp. In a stall, there's always a fort or something of significance or something that you stand behind. You're not going to stand behind a broken wall. The crib, his trench, haystocks, his stakes. Of shepherds and shepherds were considered weak, his, of his muster makes. And thus assure his foe to wound the angel's trump alarm sound. Now, you know, what did the angels say to the shepherds? What did they say when they came? They said, Jesus is being born. What was the shout that they did? Peace. Uh, there's more to it before that. That's true. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. It's interesting that he's seeing this as an alarm sound. Is it an alarm sound to the shepherd? shepherds? no. It's an alarm sound to the gates of hell. Yeah. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace. Yeah. Goodwill. The kindness of God. The grace Hallelujah. of God. Yeah. Who he is to men. That messes with hell. Right. It messes with the devil. That's, what we're, that's the blessing that's supposed to be on us. We're supposed to take that. That's, yeah. that's what he wore to fight. So, victory is ours in Christ. And it says, good, we're there. My soul with Christ, join thou in fight. Stick to the tents that he has pite. And I know we go pite. What in the world does that mean? So I looked it up. It means fixed and determined. So in other words, stick to the tents or the dwelling place that he's determined for you to be in. What is that spot, that tent? We don't all live in the same place. There's a different tent. But what is that tent spot that God's assigned to you that you're supposed to stick in? It could be anything. I mean, it could be where you're working. It could be a place where you live, the neighborhood neighborhood, Can be any, you could work at a convenience store, that could be the place of battle and winning for you. It, it could be whatever, but wherever that is, you're going to stick in that place. And because within his crib is surest ward or reward, this little babe will be thy guard. So wherever God's assigned you, he's for you. I, like that. I know I like it too. And then it says, if thou wilt foil thy foes with joy, then flit not from this heavenly boy. So we have, you know, sometimes we go into spiritual battle and we say, okay, but we're going to kill our foes with joy. And we stick with Jesus, flit not or don't fly away from him. Flit not from this heavenly boy. In other words, you stick with him, what he has for you. If you want to win the battle in joy, it's not in you becoming uh, like an amazing person, which you all are because Jesus is in you, but it's not about you showing off or being whatever. It's being in him. We stay. And the word of the Lord to me and to you, I believe today, is that you're to stay. you will not win the battle by going someplace else or doing something that is not you stay take the territory that's under your feet first he's given that to you and you stay in him with him the thing is is that place as you take the territory you're in the joy comes from his presence. From being, a tent goes, anybody camp in tents before? You know, tents are fun. I used to do that as a kid. And, but that place, it feels like a place of protection. In some ways, it's kind of vulnerable because it's just cloth. But yet, at the same time, They camp tents in the wilderness. There's all kinds of places. If you're under the rulership of God and where he's assigned you to be, you'll be okay. It's an important thing to know. Sometimes the battle is just standing and sticking with Jesus. Stay. Now there's a time. How do you know when to move? When the cloud moves. When he tells you to go, then you can move. But that means in the next place, I go and I stand there and I take that territory too. And then I go here and I take this one. It's great. And so one day I may go to my job at Roberts Wesleyan and I go, God, this is the territory you've given me. Thank you very much. I have every intention of taking that today. Okay, now I uh, ran out of something and Walmart's the closest thing. I'm taking the territory at Walmart. Okay, now I think I'll go shopping at the mall because I need to go Christmas shopping. I really do, but anyways, just a story. (laughs) But you go to the mall and you say, this is the territory God's given me. I'll stay here till he tells me to move on. But where my feet go, I get to take that territory and I have a camping place of the presence of God showing up loving me and loving through me it can be any place at all in this we're going to actually play this again in just a second but one of the things that i love in this particular piece of music and i know most of you aren't used to anybody heard this before besides me yeah, very. Just a few, and I, I knew I figured that not many people would have, and that that's perfect for this. So, one of the things that you hear in this piece. Can you go back to the beginning, please? Um, one of the things that you hear in this that's kind of cool because music never is just music it's not like you wouldn't set to this little babe though few days old is come to rifle satan you would never do that just saying right it's completely inappropriate and wrong okay so you wouldn't do that so But in this, the thing that he does, you get the same tune. This little babe, though two days old. And so you get this all through. It does the same thing every time. First one, it sets you, this is the deal. Bottom line, it's everybody singing the same thing. Okay, so this is the bottom line in terms of this little babe has come to rifle Satan's fold. In other words, he came as a winner and he's going to beat hell. Bottom line, everybody's singing it together. It's a unified thing. You you get what I'm saying? One voice, this is what's going to happen. We're going to do this. Then we start to go through the battle. Seriously. We get two different voices singing the same tune, but at different times, so it starts to sound a little like there's an upheaval of some kind, you know, so you hear both of those, and you go, okay, so then there is a battle going on, yep, he came for that, but he's got a shield, and a battering shot, and arrows, okay, so there's a battle, then we see, okay, then there's more voices, his camp is pitched in a stall, His blah, 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 we see more of the battle, and so we get the trumpet's alarm sound, and we get everything is just getting like there's way many voices and all this stuff happening because the the, the battle just increased in that verse. Can you go to the next one? The last verse. Great. And then we have in the last verse where it all comes together again. Everybody begins to sing that same thing. There's unity. My soul with Christ, join in the fight. Stick to the tense. In other words, we are going to stand our ground and we're going to win. Did I just make sense to you all? That, that's what's happening musically. And he was saying that. You don't say it, usually people don't explain it, but I'm explaining it to you because in music, there is a statement. In music, there's often a prophetic statement, so you don't just listen to the words. It's like, what's the music saying? To me, this is that kind of a thing. So would you, I'd like you to follow along. We're going to listen to it again. And just start right at the beginning. And go ahead, Let's, let's listen. interesting whenever I've taught this piece to a choir when they first start singing it they go that's a mess (laughs) because it sounds like a mess it's not a nice little piece it's like a mess but once they start to understand it's about battle they go perfect sense totally and they end up liking it it's a great piece of music okay so I I That was nice. I preached from Benjamin Britten today. But anyway, I have some scriptures because we start to see some of this backed up in scripture. And so we're going to walk through some of these things there too. Isaiah 9 The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. I just, I love the Bible. It's written for losers. <laughs> and I was one, but then you find out you aren't really. It's great, you know? They dwell in the land of shadow of death, and upon them a light has shined. I have a father who's buried in Saginaw, Michigan. He's not in the grave as we know. He was a Christian. We know he's in heaven, but there's no light shining down there where his body is. Just saying. It's that's not how it works. Dwell in the land of the shadow of death and the lights on him. That's amazing. So you have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. Why I'm reading this is it's a description of battle. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for fire and fuel of fire. So we get this description of, like, it's gruesome. It's a gruesome battle. But right in the middle of the battle, we get, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isn't that amazing? Right in the middle of it, over and over, beginning to end of the Bible, Jesus is victor. He won. He won through Jesus, but he won for you. What is your job? Stay. Trust. And here, because that's true, because Jesus wins the battle, there are some things that I think are good news that are really helpful. I mean, there's much, but we can't do the whole thing today. But I have some of them. One of them is you do not have to be brilliant. You can be brilliant, but you don't have to be brilliant. Smart is not a requirement. Stupidity is, stupidity is not a requirement either, but that's not, that's not what the whole deal is. And, and we see in, um, even in these New Testament scriptures, we see the contrast of weakness and strength and who Jesus is there. Um, this, let's see, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 in verse 18 For since, in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God that through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believed. I'm going to change that last thing a little bit. I'm not like doing something evil. But it pleased God that through the foolishness of sending a baby, the message is preached to those who believe. Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness. But to those who are called, that's you. Both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God in sending a baby is wiser than men. And the weakness of God when he came as a baby is stronger than men. Mm, to me, Christmas is not just sweet, it's power. Yeah. We see later in that same chapter for you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world. That's you. And me to put to shame the wise and God has chosen the weak things that's you that's me of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty not only when Jesus was born according to that song did he scare hell but he says I'm gonna have a whole kingdom of people that are so gonna scare hell Because I'm in them, a mighty warrior, one who wins, one who knows the battle, one who won it. Prices paid long time ago, long, long time ago. He's amazing. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom of God, from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. That, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the lord I'll ya, i 'll tell you i got to get a kleenex that 's one thing i 'm not really that 's not part of the deal, but one of the th- <laughs> i do uh, one of the things that happens is we often i 've talked to all different people, and you know people often at christmas time i don 't know why maybe they do it other times too, but they feel like losers, maybe it 's students maybe it 's changing into careers, you know, but they feel like, well, I'm not being that successful or my life doesn't look like what I wanted it to look like or that kind of thing. And the the hope in this is not that I glory in myself. There is a glory that we have because God created us that way. But sometimes we just can't quite do that, you know, like there's failure in my life. There's Um, family issues you know whatever it might be and if we try to look for our own glory in that place we find weakness and so it says let him who glories glory in the Lord is there glory there? you betcha there's plenty of glory and it's for you in that great stick in his tent of glory Okay, so you don't have to be brilliant. You don't have to be strong. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. It's perfect. Are you weak? That's perfect. His strength is made perfect in weakness. I like it. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Anybody here want the power of Christ to rest on you? Yeah. This little babe, I'm a little babe, I have weakness. Yahoo, the power of God rests on me and through me. Then we have, in Hebrews, faith creates that strength out of weakness. Excuse me. Hebrews eleven thirty-two to 34. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. In that happy? I just think it's the best news. Out of weakness. I don't know. Maybe some weeks I feel more weak than others. But what a happy day that out of weakness yes. were made strong. Yeah. Became valiant in battle. Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Yeah. And they're not talking about people from Mexico or something like people are talking. We're not talking... The aliens, the enemy, okay? Not literally, okay? So, but they were able to do that. Why? Out of weakness, they gained strength. How? By faith. Faith calls those things that are not as though they were. Am I strong? No. But do I have somebody strong in me? Yes, I do. Am I strong, therefore? Yes, I have a call of God on my life. To do what he has for me to do, it doesn't matter what it looks right like right now, God still is doing something mighty in me. And I may be standing here right now, but you just wait till the days ahead because power is going to happen. That's I'm speaking for you all, not for me personally, although I am for me too. Um, One of the things that um, I, when I was meditating on this, that sometimes we find our weakness and we get stuck there. Um, Like we go, okay, so what am I really weak at? Um, uh, Like we go, oh, I don't know how to do this or that. Um, One of the stories, did anybody ever see the movie Um, Julia and Julia or something like that. Remember that? It just came to my mind now. I wasn't, or I would have known. But remember it was about, um, what's her face? Julia Child, Child, yes. But out of her weakness, did anybody see that movie? Very, very fun movie. Remember, she felt so inferior trying to cut up onions with a bunch of men. (laughs) I love this scene. She went home. She practiced cutting onions till she could chop piles of them really fast. I mean, it's crazy, but often you see what looks like the weakness actually becomes the strength. So sometimes when you have a weak point in your life, God is actually pointing out what he intends to become strong. It's important. You go, oh, dear, you know, I'm failing at this. Or I have students that say, I just don't know how to sing that high note or whatever. And they come in there. And like, I had one girl last week. She's crying. I don't know how to hit that. I said, not yet. We worked on it. It took about, no, 10 minutes, and she could. But out of her weakness, yes, she's frustrated but willing to try. But those are sometimes the very area that you're feeling weak may be that very area God wants to use and bring strength in. Also, one of the things with this oh, I'm good. One of the things with this is so he came as a baby, so I also found some scriptures on, well, one in Romans 8. And the thing that's important is that he came in the flesh. Just like us, he experienced our flesh, that he would have the power. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Feels like there's a law, but Jesus broke that law in your behalf. He set you free. Because the law couldn't do it because it was weak because of the flesh. God did it by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. So he's in us. Flesh, eh, doesn't matter. Born a baby, Jesus was flesh, but he won. Yeah. That's your calling too. That's a new law. The law in Christ Jesus. Also, uh, in Galatians four, four and five. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. When He calls us His sons and daughters. We're called to be like him. That means, although we feel like a baby and weak, he came to be totally victorious in us. I know I keep saying this. It's absolutely important. It's a bottom line principle here. You get what I'm saying? It's like in there. So it's important to say, yes, I'm a son, not just so that I feel good, like Sweet little Gracie girl, born in Grayling, Michigan. Sweet. Jesus loves me. I, no, there's way more. This little babe, however old, Jesus sent me in Jesus to rifle Satan's fold. It's an amazing thing because we're called to be like him as sons and daughters. And if you look at that, would you put that back up, please, again? I know I keep making you do that. I know I'd be doing this. (laughs) So your assignment is to rifle Satan's fold, to shake hell. Even though you're weak, you're going to surprise the gates of hell. You might cry. And you might feel totally vulnerable. You might feel like you don't have the right equipment to fight with. You might cry. You might feel like you don't have the means of getting there. Your camp might not seem like it's in the right place. Like, why am I here? Why does everything look broken down around me? Why am I sleeping in this place? Why do I have the people around me? I'm talking shepherds. You following what I'm doing why do I have people around me because they really are are not good fighters with me Uh, and all I can hear is the angel saying there's a spiritual battle next page please hello oh good so you talk to yourself grace join with Christ in the fight he has a tent of victory it may look like nothing, but there's a sure reward where I am. Right. This baby's gonna guard me and I will defeat the foes that I have with joy because I stick with Jesus. That becomes my cry at Christmas time. It's not wimpy, it's not just easy. Those are nice the nice little songs. But Jesus wants to offer you this Christmas power, strength, truth, yeah. who he is for you and who he is in you. It's really quite wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And last of all, I want to read you a little bit. I know I'm going to get done early. Good for me. Anyway, I've, I got this from the Daily Light on the Daily Path, and it says, This people, and it's to you. This people have I formed for myself, they shall show forth my praise. I will cleanse them from all their iniquity, whereby they have sinned against me, and I will pardon all their iniquities, whereby they have sinned, and whereby they have transgressed against me. And it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise, and an honor before all the nations of the earth. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. So what we're going to do now is we're going to make some noise. What I want you to do is we're going to stand together. I'd rather you didn't take off. It's not the end because we're shifting here. But what you're going to do is begin to think where you think you've been weak and done some negative self-talk. And you're going to say, this is what you have for me. This is Jesus in me. Put the words back up in case you forget, this is who I am in him. I'm going to shake hell. I'm going to win. I'm going to be strong. I have a camp. I'm going to win. you follow, do what you need to do, but you're going to do it. And here's the thing is you're going to do it out loud. You need to. Up. I mean, I suppose if you want to whisper, you can. But I'd rather it was a thing like. I've been feeling weak because I don't have enough money, and I don't know where I'm going to earn it. But earn it. But I am in God's camp. He's gonna. You follow? We're gonna make statements of faith. I don't know what all your stuff is, and if you don't want to say it, you can. Not say it out loud. If you want to say it in your arms, say it in your I don't care, but you need to verbalize it some way. Whisper it, set it. Um, and so what we're going to do while you're doing that, so that you, I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to cut down on the self-consciousness, <laughs> is you're going to play that thing again, and you're all going to talk out loud. You got it? Because it's going to be loud so that you don't feel silly. Okay, could you crank it? And then everybody's going to just go for it. Here we go. Is with the revelation of who god is for you i bless you with the revelation of knowing the call of god in your life whether it seems big little or someplace in between doesn't matter i bless you with shaking the gates of hell and being a threat in jesus name go get them oh we have prayer teams i forgot Prayer teams, go for prayer or whatever, but God bless you, bless each other, and also please speak the truth of who other people are to their face. Merry Christmas.